0: It's great to be home. I think that most of you were aware, are aware that I was in the Holy Land for the last almost two weeks. I got back at 5.45 a.m. yesterday morning. It was a marvelous and amazing trip, and I thank you for making it possible for me to go. It was most of what I expected, and then more. I was expecting to be moved by entering into the very land in which Christ's ministry happened. I knew to anticipate that and I was not disappointed. It was amazing to go to the Sea of Galilee which is 17 miles long and five miles wide and is the place where Jesus carried out almost all of his earthly ministry. That which we have recorded in the Gospels happened almost entirely around the Sea of Galilee. It's believed that at the time of Jesus, there were about 400 villages sprinkled on the sides of the hills that led to the Sea of Galilee, and that Jesus traversed those paths. And as he gathered people together to teach and to heal, they would have come from those villages all around the the Sea of Galilee. And today's gospel would have taken place in such a spot as that. We had the blessing, the privilege, to come to the Sea of Galilee and to read the very scripture that we read just moments ago. And indeed, time collapsed in on itself. I was in the very place where Jesus had said it thousands of years ago, among followers of Christ, just as those that had come to hear him were learning to be followers of him. These words came alive in a new way. Such a small and disparate group, wanting to know what it was that Jesus was teaching and wanting to know how to follow him. They were a very small minority. They did not have political advantage in the time and period in which Jesus was doing his ministry. That I expected. What I didn't expect was to find a circumstance in that same land similar to 2,000 years ago. It had never dawned on me that the Christian community in the Holy Land was small. I learned from our Arab-Palestinian Christian leader that the numbers of the Christians in both Israel and in Palestine is tiny. In Israel, the population is divided 70% Jewish, 28% Muslim, and 2% Christian. In the Palestinian territories, Christians are the minorities as well. We visited a small town that had a population of 7,500, and of that 7,500, 72 are Christians. It was in meeting these people that we came to recognize the face of Christianity in that holy land. Christians in that holy land are Palestinians, and almost all Arabs. One of our leaders said to me, or said to our group, that there was an occasion where someone asked him, so when did you become a Christian? And the man said, my family has been Christian for generations, and we've always lived in this land, so I guess I would put the date at Pentecost. Yes, Pentecost, that which we read about at the beginning of the book of Acts. It had never occurred to me that the followers of Jesus in this holy land would be similar to those at the very beginning of his ministry, a small minority with very little political advantage. And so these words came alive in yet another new way. As Jesus is teaching those who long to follow him, he tells them how they are blessed, And he does it in what we come to know as the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who are meek, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are those who are peacemakers, who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Blessed are those who are reviled and persecuted and have all kinds of evil uttered against them falsely on account of Christ. Brought to my attention that the good news of the gospel is something available to us wherever it is we find ourselves. We don't need political advantage in order to know the goodness of God made known in Christ. We do not need to be a a strong minority or even a majority to know good news of God in Christ. In Christ we see that God values humanity so much that God comes and dwells among us and invites us in relationship with Christ and one another to dwell in the heart of God. That's why Jesus teaches that we are blessed. We are blessed when we follow in Christ's footsteps. And we take on the full stature of Christ, because it is there that we are drawn more fully into the heart of God. This is a unique thing about Christianity, that we do not travel alone, but that God values humanity so much that God came to dwell among us, and in dwelling among us invites us to dwell even deeper into the heart of God. This is what we recognize today on All Saints Day. We recognize that invitation in those that you remember, people who have been saints as you've seen them demonstrate what it means to be a follower of Christ. Perhaps there was something on this list that the rabbi Jesus was teaching to his early followers about what it means to be a follower of Christ that that particular person demonstrated uniquely. Perhaps they were merciful or meek Perhaps they were hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Perhaps they were poor in spirit. Perhaps they were pure in heart or peacemakers. Perhaps they suffered because of their commitment to following Christ. And that is why we look to them and remember them on this All Saints Day. And on this All Saints Day, we welcome two new Christians making them a part of the body of God in Christ through their baptism, just as we have been, just as we are, not only in this community, but in the Anglican communion around the globe, and with all other Christians around the world, made one because of our baptism. It will be said on behalf of Kendra and on behalf of Joseph that they are willing to grow into the full stature of Christ, And their parents and godparents commit to helping them do that. And we commit to doing our part as well. Because we recognize that God valued humanity so much that God chose to come and dwell among us. And invites us in following Christ to dwell deeply into the heart of God. That is what makes us blessed. When we mourn, It is we are blessed because we know fully how it is that God wants to tend to the sufferings of this world. When we are peacemakers, we are blessed because we are strengthened by God in Christ in ways to extend the peace of God to those around us. When we are pure in spirit, we are drawn more fully into the heart of God, so that we might know more fully how it is that God is making God's self known in this world. That's why we are blessed. And so today, we are invited to remember our blessedness, to claim our blessedness, and to give thanks to God for giving us the strength to do so. For the heart of God is big, bigger than we can withstand on our own. But with God's help, we are invited to draw close and to know more fully, not only in our lives, but so that it can be demonstrated in the lives of others, all the goodness of God made known in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.